Hi, my name is Paul Walker. I'm a science teacher at Alpine Academy, a therapeutic boarding school in Erta, Utah. Today I'll be discussing two educational topics, project-based learning and mobile learning. I will use a specific example of a project that I use in my own classroom that models the basics of project-based learning and gives examples of mobile learning platforms that can be implemented in the classroom as well. Project-based learning is a student-centered approach in which students gain knowledge as they seek to answer a driving question. Students work towards answering, that dri answering the driving questions by completing an authentic challenge, need, problem, or concern. So, generally speaking, a project is framed around a driving question. In an article on s'more.com, we learn that a driving question is a real-world dilemma that students seek to resolve by completing a series of tasks that build up to a final product. This helps provide a theme to a project, which gives students some direction and helps them focus on one task. In my earth science classes, students complete a project related to environmental sustainability. The driving question for their project is, how could you use sustainability to improve your community? Often students don't understand all that they need to in order to complete the project the day that they are introduced to the driving question. This is a good thing because it causes students to do some guiding, some guided learning and research in preparation for creating their final product. I begin by offering my students the following description. How could you use sustainability to improve your community? You will be creating a brochure advertising a product that promotes sustainability. In preparation, you will be learning natural resources and taking notes on Evernote. You will brainstorm the consequences of depleting them and create a mind map using Simple Mind. You will then be researching other methods of sustainability and share with me your findings using Google Forms. Next, you will join with a partner to create a unique product or service idea that will help reduce the depletion of a natural resource. Finally, using LucidPress, you will create a brochure that is both informational and promotes the product that you have created. Many of my students are unfamiliar with the terms with the term sustainability. They also need a bit of background knowledge on the topic of natural resources. After introducing the driving question to students, I give a short presentation to the students regarding natural resources. This is where the first mobile learning app comes in. While I give a brief lecture to students regarding natural resources, they will be taking notes on their own mobile device using an app called Evernote. Evernote is a free application that allows you to take lecture notes, outline an essay, essay, or even create a weekly planner. You have the option to upgrade your account for a fee to also be able to access the notebook offline, to collaborate with others, to search documents, present notebooks, and more. After students get background information regarding natural resources, we begin a class discussion about some of the risks, excuse me, some of the risks being posed to some of the natural resources we mentioned in class. Then as a class, we use another mobile app to create a mind map of the consequences if the resources were to become depleted. Simple Mind is another free app which allows you to create a mind map using or students can use their own mobile devices. Simple Mind is also up upgradable and comes with additional features set, such as adding links or documents, adding your own images, creating and reusing your own styles, exporting as a PDF, and more. The next step in the project is the introduction to the idea of sustainability. 
the, abil the ability to actually solve or at least mitigate some of the concerns with the depleting natural resources. I will briefly define sustainability to students and give them an example of a product with a sustainable yield. I usually teach them about bamboo, its many uses, and what makes it a sustainable product as well as the limitations of using and growing bamboo. Students add to their notes using Evernote. Next, students are tasked with, the, with beginning their own personal research on additional products that will help the sustainability of natural resources. Students will, will choose several natural resources and then they will complete an assignment in which they will find sustainable options using internet searches um, that already exist for each resource. They will use Google Forms to turn in the assignment. Google Forms was designed to be an online platform for sub submitting surveys. By adding the same type of questions you would on a paper worksheet, a teacher can use Google Forms to create a virtual worksheet. The teacher has the option to choose the method in which students will respond to each question, whether it be short essay or short answer, essay responses, numeric and numerical answers, multiple choice, drop-down lists, and more. Google Forms is also a good tool teachers can use for surveys and other assessments, formative and summative. The data collected by Google Forms can easily be exported to a spreadsheet so that it can be analyzed. At this point, students have been given all the background information they need to work toward their own solution to answering the driving question. It is time to begin creating their final product. For this project, I have students pair up with a peer to design a commercial product or service to resolve the issue of the depletion of a natural resource of their choosing. Once they have their solution, they move to the final part of the, of the project, project, which is how they are presenting their idea to their peers. The final product is a brochure. In the brochure, students include information about the natural resource they chose, threats to that resource, and the consequences of its depletion. Then they present their solution advertising their sustainability product or service. To create their brochure, I have students use a tool called LucidPress. LucidPress is really all about creating a brand and advertising that brand. I like to use it in the classroom because you can easily create professional quality brochures, flyers, and more that can be used to present information. Students are able to print out their final product and share with their peers their, their response to the driving question. Due to the current circumstances related to COVID-19, I wasn't able to interview any of my students about these um, tools. That being said, because of the nature of the school in which I work, none of my students even have access to mobile devices in the classroom. Many schools, especially in impoverished areas, um, in many schools, there are a mixture of students with devices and some without. There are ways around not having a mobile device for every student. Some schools have sets of laptops, Chromebooks, or iPads that can be dispersed among students. Another option is having students without a device share with a student who has one. Also, many of these mobile learning tools can be projected from the teacher's computer and used as a class rather than individually. Although I wasn't able to ask my students about the mobile apps I shared, um, I have used some of them in the past. Some of my students really liked LucidPress because uh, with relatively little work, you can create a very aesthetically pleasing flyer or brochure. Others found it less than user-friendly. They have found that using Google Forms is very easy to submit work. As a teacher, it is very easy to create and very easy to use for collecting responses and grading. Students didn't like that there really wasn't a way to return feedback, however.
SimpleMind and Evernote are apps, apps that I just learned about and have not yet been able to use. They both seem user-friendly and helpful. I like that Evernote is a good place to store all your notes in one place, and it seems user-friendly. It seems like it may be worth it to pay for the upgrade. Um, I will have to try out Simple Minds to see how I like it. In reading what other teachers in the cohort have shared, I came across a few that I really liked and that I may use in my classroom. I really like the tool Charity shared called 30 Hands. Um, I like to I like to write, and I know many of my students like to write as well. Uh, I have used fictional writing as an assessment tool many times in my science classroom. It seems like an excellent platform to do so digitally. A couple teachers in the cohort mentioned a flipped classroom. I've toyed with the idea of using a flipped classroom many times. Sean mentioned ISL Collective for creating instructional videos, and this seems like a great idea to use in a flipped classroom. Other teachers talked about the power of digital discussion forums. Carly mentioned Google Hangouts and Google Chat. As a cohort, we use WhatsApp to communicate and collaborate. There are so many tools out there that teachers and students can use to collaborate. Our cohort has shown that even though we are spread throughout the world, we can collaborate in our own time and in our own way. And although I don't participate in the conversation nearly as much as my peers, the collaboration, the collaboration has, I think, helped us build our knowledge and teacher skills. And we can all come out as better prepared teachers because of the simple collaboration that tools like these allow.